Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Elohim, Dominant and Pro Ministries. Kim, your local rabbi and minister. You can call me Yaya, Micaiah, Hadassah, whatever you wish. Give me a minute here. Today, I'm going to obey the Father. <clears throat> he doesn't usually demand much of me. I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm not talking about what's happening today. I'm not focusing on the fraud of it. And I don't want to think about Schumer, Pelosi, and these other idiots. I'm focusing on our Papa. People are crying out right now for the Father. I'm going to do something I normally don't do on here. take my glasses off here for a minute because I'm blindsided when I have them on. It's very hard for me. The Father wants me to petition for the United States right now. And this petition is me speaking to him directly for our nation. Now, I know there's nobody listening, but if it's heard by those certain entities i'm doing it because the father requested me to do when he asked me to petition him it's not an easy subject because he doesn't always speak and he made it clear he spoke in writing what he wants so i'm going to first petition him by calling him and blessing him in Hebrew and then I will petition him directly now Yeshua taught us to pray in a matter that was befitting so in heaven as on earth so in the father's kingdom so shall the father's kingdom be on earth for it is written in the prophets that he would write it upon our minds and hearts, the Torah, and the Torah was to be written. Therefore, we are to honor our Father with all our heart, mind, and soul, and we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. These are the founding principles, and then everything else falls into place. Our nation, America, has broke so many laws, so many. I, I, I can't stress enough the things that have been done. Yet, President Trump just signed an executive order yesterday that took effect on the 22nd, which doesn't make sense to me that he would do something like that and him leaving office. It just doesn't make sense. And it declared the right to life, that all life exists. True, it does. The Torah teaches that. The Tanakh, the Tefna, all that teaches these things and principles when you go and read the books of Gad it shows you his divinity for the father reflects the son or should I say the son reflects the father but the son is a father so we get that principle loud and clear in his word at least from a Jewish perspective he is Yahushua, 
Yeshua. He's my uncle, but he was the most powerful man in all the world. He changed a generation. He didn't like hypocrisy or bigotry or blaspheme. And the worst thing a person can do is border on accusing somebody of blasphemy, which is happening now by certain entities. And I'm going to state this equivocally. Thou shall not bear false witness. For if you bear false witness, it brings judgment on yourself and a curse. For if we do not honor a person as we should, then we don't deserve that honor and respect. Now, I'm not going to say who I'm pointing that to and why I'm saying it. I'm just making it equivocally clear. I could care less now what's going on in our government. I focus on the Father, and the Father makes me speak. They can drag me out of my house if they want to and persecute me and kill me. But I tell you now, none of us are safe. None of us. And I speak from a heart of truth. What we've got in right now are left-wing nutcases that are just like Hitler in every aspect. I proved it in my last video report what they want to do. And I'm speaking the truth across the board. I don't care who you are. It says in the end days that the new world order would rise and they was going to make one great big conglomerate. The dragon is China. We know that. The leopard is a coalition of nations out of Iran and all that. Um, and so forth and so on. Now, the second half, I'm going to do a prayer, but I want to pull something off my shelf for a minute, which I normally don't read. Let me see here if I can find it. And it's very important that I do this because the Father's leading me to this if I can find it here. I have so many books where I study so much. It's, I think this might be it. I don't know. No, it's not it. I can't find it. I'll get that book up. But I was going to read something out of Gad. And I've got a digital copy, so I'll bring Gad up on my screen. It's trying to save me some time. Here. I did a teaching on Gad prior. Quite prior. I've got a freeze here. There we go. Let's see what we got here. Unknown car business. So a few minutes, bear with me here. I am looking for the book of Yasher. Where is the book of Ah, here we go. Gad. Well, that comes up here for a minute. 
we will be discussing that here in a few seconds. Let me try again. Takes a little bit of time here. There we go. Let's see what we want to open it with now here. There we go. Now I got it. Adobe, yes. We want to open GAD with Adobe. If it'll open. Now, I'm not your traditional person that just sticks with written scriptures. There is other books hidden in our Bible that tell the future. This is one of them. He was a seer during David's time. It's referred into Chronicles 1, 29-29. It also alludes to 1 Corinthians 12-12 and Galatians 4-6. So we're going to take a look at this man again. And I'm going to read him to you. And I want you to listen. What it has to say. And why. So we are going to start the book of Gad again. Um, and this is a book that I just recently, just about less than a year ago, got. Um, and we are going to start with the first vision. Now, the first vision is the analogy, and it gives a time and prefect, but we're not going to look at that. It says, in the first year of the king of King David reign, reign in Jerusalem, or Jerusalem, which is in the third, 38th year of David's reign, the word of the Lord came to Gad, or Gid, Gilid is how it's pronounced, the seer, in the month of Ayar. Now this is talking about his vision. Near the stream of the Kidron Valley, saying, the cry. Thus saith the Lord, go, be courageous, and stand in the midst of the stream, and cry in a great voice tarry and hasten tarry and hasten tarry and hasten for there is still a vision of the son of yeshi yeshi or jesse as it's pronounced and during the cry face the east eastern gate and on the east side of the city and stretch forth your hands towards the heavens and i did exactly what i had been commanded to do Okay, now this one is the vision of the donkey and camel. It says, and it came to pass when I finished crying out, I opened my eyes and saw a yoke of oxen led by a donkey and a camel. Hmm? Coming up the Kidron stream, the donkey on the right side of the yoke and the camel on the left. The analogy is the donkey rep and the the camel represent two distinct groups. Okay. And a great voice like a rolling thunder was followed, following them, crying with a bitter voice. Seer, seer, seer. There are four mixtures that confuses the people of the Lord. For the impurities of the impurities of the pure have been mixed, and the impurity took control over purity. A mixture from the seer or Edom, 
Seir, or Edom, to rule over them, to increase power over and betray a righteous doer, to destroy holiness, to crown wicked, to set up impure matters in the disguise of purity. Do you understand what this means? It's talking about the mixtures of the pure and the impure. The Bible talks about the sin of the terror and the wheat. Okay, and then it goes on to say the moon kingdom. And after the after the voice, a great earthquake occurred that shook over the impurities and blew the donkey and the camel into, into the moon with a stormy wind. And the moon was open and looked like a bow or a semicircle. Both her points reached towards the ground. Now, this was a future forecast of Islam. As you're seeing here. Now, we'll go on. The vision of God. And lo, the sun came out of heaven in the shape of a man with a crown on his head carrying over his right shoulder a lamb, despised and rejected. And on that crown of his head were three shepherds are seen, shackled with twelve shackles, and each shackle was gold-plated with silver. Which is interesting that he would have seen this. And it's in our Bible. translated now we're talking about the messiah's death now and it says and the voice of the lamb was heard great and dreadful like the voice of a lion roaring over his prey woe unto me woe unto me woe unto me my image messiah has been diminished my refuge has been lost my lot and destiny has turned me over to my spoilers and i was defiled until evening by the touch of impurities. Did you catch what it said? Woe unto me, woe unto me, woe unto me. My image has been diminished. My refuge has been lost. My plot and destiny has turned turned me over to spoilers. And I was defiled until the evening by a touch of impurities. Talking about the crucifixion. And then it goes on to say the, the Messiah's heart. And it came to pass when the voice of the Lamb ceased speaking, lo, a man dressed in linen came with three vine branches and twelve palms in his hand. And he took the Lamb from the hands of the Son and put the crown on his head and the vine branches and palms on his hands. And the man dressed in linen cried like a ram's horn, saying, what are you doing here, impurities? And how did you get here, impurities, that you have carved yourself a place to combine impurities in my covenant that I have set with the vine branches and palms? It's talking about the Torah. And it says, God judge judgment on the impurities. And I heard the lamb shepherd saying, there is a place for me for the pure, but not for the impure, for I am a holy Yahuwah. And I do not want the impurities. I only want the pure. Even though I created them both. Okay. 
talking about Shaitan and Yeshua. And my eyes are equally, equally on them both. But there is an advantage to the abundance of the purity over the abundance of the impurity. Just like there is an advantage of man over the shadows. And the shadows does not exist without man. And the only by the man's existence is the shadows given to the to be tried and exhausted. This applies to the same in the same way of the pures and the impurities. For all gates of intelligence are turned around since death of the eight branches of the vine. As it is found in the word of righteousness in the true book. But because of the wanderings of the sheep, they rest rest and division divisions get it intelligence is stopped up until i do greatly in keeping grace so this is talking giving a past event and a future event talking about intelligence is stopped and there's division and there's rest and the rest so it's talking about a lot of things going on. Then it talks about the Messiah's kingdom. And I saw the impurities was driven from the moon and was given over to the consumption of wrath, judgment, grounded in fine dust and blown away by the daily winds. And the day burns as a furnace to remove the impurities and to cease the transgressions thereof. And the lamb was put on the moon forever and ever. Okay. And the lamb took from the pure the impurities that had mixed with them and brought it as a peace offering sacrifice on the altar before El Shaddai's jealous Lord of hosts. That's what El Shaddai means. Okay, we're going to stop here and I'll be right back. Now, we are going to go talking about the Messianic kingdom. So let's, let's see what this is. And I saw the impurities was driven from the moon and was given over to the consumption of wrath, grounded in the fine dust. And it goes on to talking about uh, the transgressions and then the Lord of hosts. We've read that. So let's go. The song of the redeemed. And I heard those singing the song of the lamb saying, I shall give thanks unto you, O Lord, for though, though you were angry with me, you forgave, forgave. For the Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my redeemer. And I will sing unto the Lord, for he is highly exalted, and he had thrown the horses of his riders into this, the sea of reeds. Arise, intelligence. Arise, power. Arise, kingship arise majesty and glory arise help for the lord for god has saved one who had taken away and obliterated the impurities from the earth he fought my fight and bought into the light my righteousness by his help my help cometh from the lord who made heaven and earth and that's psalms 121 too so he quotes uh, psalms in here truly who is like you glorious in heaven but not in impurities for you are great over all raised over all you spoke and acted for you clear cleared 
declared the end from the beginning and you sealed everything by your words and turned my heart and convicted me for my seal is upon me your seal is upon me my lord and these are the three vine branches and 12 palms that are in your hand you glorify me you erase the vanities of fearing man and you give me a pure heart forever for that i will praise you at that time and thank you among the nations for you have greatly redeemed me from my king and showed favor to the messiah david's seed forever and ever so this is david speaking and it goes god and his son the the uh, deity so it says now here we see the three in one and I heard a voice crying from heaven saying, you are my son, you are my firstborn, you are my first fruits. Haven't I brought you up from the brooks of Egypt wholeheartedly to be my daily delight? But you have put away my gifts and dressed up the impure, up the impure with the pure. And that is why all these things have happened to you. Okay. And who is like unto you among the creatures of the earth? For they live in your shadows, and by your wounds they are healed. For that, consider well that which is before you, because you have fulfilled the words of the shepherd all the days. You have been in the sun, and you have not leave, left them. Therefore, all the honor shall be yours. And I, Gad, the son of Emechon, of Jebet's family of the tribe of Judah, son of Israel, was amazed by this vision and could not settle my spirit. And it just goes on describing certain things that the Lord stressed. This was the angel instructing Gad. So let's see what it says here. And the one dressed in the linen came down to me and touched me, saying, Write these words and seal them with the seal of truth. For I am who I am is my name. And with my name you shall bless the whole house of Israel, for they are the true seed. In a little while you shall go and be quickly gathered to your father. But at the end of days you shall see with your own eyes all these things, not as a vision, but in reality, for in these days you shall not be called Jacob, but Israel. For no iniquity will be found in the remnant. For they will belong entirely to the Lord. For these words will restore your life and spirit. And this shall be the sign unto you. When you enter the town, you will find your servant David. While he is reading these words from the book of the covenants. And yet. For all that, what they are in the land of their enemy, I will not reject them, neither will I abhor them, to destroy them utterly, and to break my covenant with them. For I am their Lord, their God, and this is in Leviticus twenty six forty four that was quoted. And you shall t tell him about the sins you have just seen, or sins you have just seen, and when you see... When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. And it goes on 
It says, Gad tells David the vision, and it came to pass when I came to the house of David, the man of God, I found him as a, as as the one dressed in linen had said, and I told him of my vision. Then David spoke these words of this song unto the Lord, saying, I love you, O Lord, my strength, and I and to me, he said, the Lord hath blessed you and has not removed his covenant from you, for he is true, and his word is true, and his seal is true. Never describes a seal exactly. So this is a second vision, the regathering. After these true things, I heard a vision from God saying, set your face eastward, northward, southward, and westward. And whistle with your mouth as a bird whistles to its young and sang. Four corners of the earth, listen to the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord who sits and dwells over the cherubim. Give, give, give. Take out, take out, take out my seed that I have sown in you. For the time of the seed has come. For yet a little while I shall collect my seed on my threshing floor. And the threshing floor will be holy, and impure seed will not be found there. Prior to those days, my seed was mixed with lentils, barley, fetch it, beans, and gourds. Then it talks about the millennial kingdom again. And he goes on to talk about how it operates. And it says, And in the end of days, the sowers shall be true, and the seed shall be true. And from that seed, all the land will be blessed. Be joyful and be glad, remnant of Judah, rejection of Israel, for salvation is with the Lord, as you shall be cursed and blasphemed to all families of the earth. So you, so shall you be blessed and graced forever. At that time, no curse of unholy people will be found among you, for everyone will join you in the covenant the law, the testimonies, the statutes, and the ordinances, and you and they shall have one God, one covenant, one law, one language, for all shall speak in the language of Hebrew, the holy language. Blessed are you, O Israel, who is like unto you, and the people saved by the Lord, for he will go before you and fight your war with your enemies." Replacement theology. Here we go. This is what I want to prove that's happening right now. Woe unto you, O Edomites, that sit in the land of Kadim, in the north of the sea, for your destroyer will emerge from a terrible nation. They will not even leave you a remnant. For you have said, I sit on high places, and only I have dwelt a have the covenant with God, the God of gods and the Lord who chose me instead of his holy people, for he abhorred them. And his former people, despised and rejected, did not truly know the Lord, the Father, because they did not know his image, the Son. And we are truly wise and intelligent. We know the Lord and his law. We know his image, the Son, and presence, the Holy Spirit. But thus says the Lord, because you rose up in pride, to brag about God of gods, knowing that you will perish in your conceitedness. For why would you put con confidence in men who 
whose life is like a vapor, which begins in the morning and is gone by noonday, placing him to sit beside God. For it is not you whom I formerly knew and were in the bill of divorce of my people that you say would be a prey. Show it to me. So he's there. There is people saying that God divorced his people and it's not true. Hmm. Sounds familiar. We don't know. Oh, excuse me. So now we look at the judgment of Rome. Hmm. Sound familiar. Your corpses will fall all among your people. Oh, jealous Yahuwah, come out. Come out of your place and smite Edom. Consume them. Come to Jehaphasath and come to Sardinians. Come to the Ashkenazi. Come to Germania. They shall come and fall in the lowest pit in destruction and in the shadow of death. For your your mouth will fall, will fail you, and no one will help you. Now, Micaiah, stand up. At the end of days, Micaiah, the great she, will stand up in war like a whirlwind against Shamel, the prince of this world. But he, world, to put him under her feet. Hmm, interesting. In the winds of the Lord, and it shall be eaten up, for the Lord has spoken it. Again, we have an analogy. Um, and then it goes on the millennial kingdom. At the end of days, the robber will overcome the robber, and the weak, the strong, truly in righteousness. Your Yahuwah is your Savior, O Israel, for him you shall be saved, for he is merciful, Yahuwah. He will not abandon you, for you shall keep and do all that I command you in the laws of Moshe, my servant. It's quite interesting reading some of this, but I'm going to go down to Judge the Fire Angel, which is in the Bible. David's covenant explained the sin of countenance that he had to give. Where he counted his people. Uh, David's sermon. He gave a sermon, believe it or not. David's teaching. David's closing prayer. Here's a king of Hiram, where they was preparing for the temple. Then Psalms 145, the other part of it. Psalms 144, the other part of it. David's death, Pentecost, Tamar. And it goes in talking about Solomon and Tamar. So, uh, here we go. This is what I want to read the next quarter, so I'll be right back in a few minutes. All right, so let's pick up where we were, 
of the Great Tribulation. Now, this is according to Gad, and it's on Rosh Hashanah, 999, and there goes my computer. <clears throat> and it says, And it came to pass on the first day of the seventh month a new, at New Year's in the 478th year after the children of Israel came out of the land of Egypt in the second year of King Shlomo's reign over Israel. I had a vision from the Lord, or Adonai, when I was upon Gihon Springs, and I arrived, I arrived, and I raised my eyes, and lo, the heavens rolled back like a scroll. And I saw the glory of Adonai sitting on the extremely high throne. And here in here is the appearance of the throne. Twelve stairs led up to the throne, six of gold and six of silver. There was a square back to the throne, like a sapphire stone. At, and at its right hand, there were three chairs, and at its left side were four chairs near the throne, like the seven that as that seen, see, the seven that seen the king's face covered with gold and silver and precious stones. And the glory of the Lord, Adonai, had the appearance like that of a rainbow, his covenant. And the hosts of the heaven were standing before him and his right hand and on his left hand and shaitan was standing by them but behind them okay and then then it goes in the books and then a man dressed in linen brought before the glory of adonai three books that contain the records of every man and he read the first book and it contained the just deeds of his people and the, and Adonai said, These are granted eternal life. And Shaitan said, Who are these? Guilty people. And the man dressed in the linen cried to Shaitan like a ram's horn, saying, Silent. Or silence. This book is holy to our Adonai. And he reads the second book, and it contained the un intentional sins of his people and the Lord Adonai said put the book aside but save it until one third of a month passes by to see what they will do and he read the third book and it contained the wicked deeds of his people and the Lord said uh, said to Shaitan these are your share take them and do what you want with them and Shaitan took the wicked to the wastelands to be to destroy them and the man dressed in the linen cried like a ram's horn, saying, Blessed are the people who know the joyful shout of Adonai, who walk in the light of his countenance. And that ends the Great Tribulation, where it talked about the books, which is interesting. And then it also talks about the millennial reign, which I'm not going to read that. Maybe I will. Let's see what it says here. It talks about the millennial reign. And I heard the voice of the hosts of heaven rejoicing, saying, Master of justice, Adonai of hosts, the Lord, the whole heavens and earth is full of your glory. And I was shocked by the vision, since I did not know the Lord had done for me. Then one of the cherubim flew up to me, and put 
his olive leaf on my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched your lips. Your iniquities is taken away and your sins are forgiven. And the law that you have seen is a statute of Israel and, and a law or Torah of Yahuwah of Abraham. And peace unto Isaac or Yezek, your father. And the Lord will bless your people in the trials of everlasting peace. And I say, Amen. May the, may Adonai, our Yahuwah, do this for us forever and ever. And the angel answered, or the Malacca answered, Amen and Amen. And that is the very ending of the book of Gad. But in this, you see Tamar, you see David being the, not only a righteous king, but preacher. Um, teaching his people um, of the type of God that they shared. Uh, It shows the divinity of God being three in one. Uh, Here's one where it talks about the death of David. And then it it says, these are written in the book of Samuel, the seer, and the book of Nathan the prophet. So it gives you a hint of what they're in. So it ties it back to the Bible. Um, and it's just book after book after book. Psalms one forty four additional, one forty five additional. Let me look at one forty five for a minute for you. And this is a psalm of David. At the time of David wrote this psalm of praise, I will exalt you, my Lord, O King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is our Adonai, and great. Greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Generation after generation shall praise your works, and shall declare your mighty acts. The glorious splendor of your majesty, and your wondrous works, I will declare. And man, or men, shall speak of the might of your awesome works. And I will declare your greatness. They shall be abundantly express the memory of your goodness, and they shall sing of your righteousness. Adonai is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. Adonai is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All your works shall thank you, Adonai, and your saints bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men the mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your domain endureth through all generations. All your enemies have fallen Adonai and all of your, of their might has come not Adonai sustain all those who fall and raise up all those who are bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing with favor. Adonai is righteousness in all his ways and his ho- and holy in all his works. Adonai is near to all who call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. There you go. He will grant the desires of them that fear him. And he will also hear their prayers and save them. Adonai preserves 
all them that love him, but all that are wicked he will destroy. My mouth shall speak the praises of Adonai, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. And this was the last half of one Psalms 144 that was not written. Uh, it was not included. And then you had, uh, that was 145, and then you had 144 that was also included, which is a pro. These are both prophecies that were left out. That were songs, actual songs that he wrote. Um, we go back here. Uh, the King of Hiram. <laughs> and this gives a little bit of his maneuverability in David. It says, Hiram, King of Tyra, sent a message unto David saying, I know that the Adonai, your Yahuwah, is the one true Yahuwah. Okay, so now deal with me as a true brother and teach me the law of your Yahuwah. For I will worship him all the days of my life. Okay. And it goes on to say, Then the message came to David with an offering in their hands from Adonai for David. They told him everything that Hiram had said and presented him with the offering. And David replied to Hiram, Go and tell my brother, Hiram, that this is what David, your brother, says. And then here's what he stated. Reverence the Lord, or reverence Adonai, creator of heaven and fire, the sea and the earth. Let the wet and the dry, the heat and the cold, and the mineral and the vegetation, the living and the speaking, the planets and the Pleiades, and Orions, the sun and the moon, the substantial and the spiritual, the wandering of the stars, and the sense of everything. There were all created without a blemish by El Shaddai, who, whose name is Yahuwah. If you do this and observe the commandments that were ordained by the children of Noah, or the Nahahide law, your father, then Yahuwah, will bless you all the days of your life. You are both, we are both allies, but we are different from you by the law of truth, sealed by the seal of Adonai. Call the children of truth, Yahuwah. We must therefore obey the whole law of Hashem, commanded us, saying, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. There are the words that you shall speak unto the children of Israel. Okay, and that's in Exodus 19.6. But he has not dealt, with, dealt the same way with any other nation as he has with us. He did not choose us from another for any other reason than great love that he has for us. Okay. And it goes on to say the message then re then the messenger then returned to Hiram the king the king and told him everything that King David had told him. And Hiram rejoiced with all his heart and called upon his princes and servants and said unto him, Tyrians, Ceredonians, listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. Have reverence and respect for El Shaddai, who is the Yahuwah of the Israelites. He made everything by speaking. And by breathing out of his mouth. And who will tell him what he can do? For he is one. 
okay? Repeat after me, and this was the prayer that the king did. Blessed is Adonai, Yahuwah of Israel, who chooses his people and blesses, blessed is David, his servant, king of his people, and blessed is Israel, whom the Adonai has chosen to be his inheritance. We would be blessed to simply be servants of the children of Israel that are called the children of Adonai, their Yahuwah, or God. And all his princes and all his servants replied, Amen. May it be so. And Haram lifted up his voice and said, I have seen, but not known. I have beheld, but not nigh. There shall step forth a son of David, and a moon shall rise out of the house of Judah, and shall smite all the children of Ham, and break down all the children of Jebus. And he will possess all the kingdoms of this world. And the variant comes out of Numbers 24, 17, and 18. Okay, and who is like unto Adonai, Yahuwah, above all gods? And who is like Israel, a people above nations? May our end be like theirs. Okay, and now this is Hiram speaking, King Hiram, which was a Gentile. When the Lord heard what Hiram had said, he was very pleased with him. And Adonai said unto Gad, the seer of David, Go unto my servant and tell him the message I give you. And God, okay, or Gahud, the one who, who, the one in whose hand was the word of the Lord, came to David and said, Thus says Adonai of hosts, okay, Adonai Yahuwah of hosts, I heard what Hiram the king of Tyre has said and what his princes and servants have said and I am very pleased therefore I will give him and his his people a heart of wisdom and understanding to prepare my house where I will put my name and that will cause his kingdom to grow for I have chosen them and will not reject them and it goes on to say and David said unto Gad now I know that Adonai, our Yahuwah, rewards all his creation or creatures and all the works he has created with goodness because he is a Yahuwah of mercy who dwells on high and looks after the low and whoever is banished will not remain an outcast from him. Blessed be Adonai forever. Amen and amen. For as the heavens is, is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him and towards his works. Blessed, at, blessed be Adonai, all his works, in all his places, his dominion. Blessed Adonai, O my soul, hallelujah. And that is just one section that deals with Hiram. And you'll have one above that where he preached uh, and so forth and so on. I'm not going to go through the whole concept. I just wanted you to hear snippets of this that was in Gad. So I'm going to cut here, and then our last half will have a discussion, and then I will read a prayer. Okay, so I'm back. We'll start with David's sermon. It says, And the Lord appeared unto David when he was old, and said unto him, Behold, I am with you, and I am your God, or Yahuwah, and behold, my covenant is with you, and do not be afraid or discouraged, because your Yahuwah is your helper, 
Okay, now I'm going to change my glasses so I can read this a little better. It goes on to say, And David bowed down to the Lord, or Adonai, and rejoiced in his heart. And Adonai said, Speak these words in my name to the people, and make sure they understand and obey, so they do not, so that, so that they will live. If they do, I will no longer be angry with them. Hear my words. This is what the Lord is saying now. And the Lord, or Adonai, put his words in his mouth. And David assembled all of Israel in Jerusalem. And he made a pulpit of wood for himself. And he stood upon it and addressed all the people. He opened his mouth saying, and this was David's teaching, Hear, O Israel, your God and my God is one. The only one and unique. There is no other like his individuality or Yahuwah. He is hidden from everyone. He is always and has been, always, will be eternal. He feels his creation, but his creation doesn't feel him. He sees everything, but is not seen. He knows the future and reveals it to mankind, for he is a never-ending Yahuwah, and there is no end to his presence power and truth whole worlds whole worlds are full of his glory he gave each person free choice and if one person wants to do good he will be helped but if a person wants to do evil he will find a way as for us we worship our yahuwah who is our king our lord and our savior with love and awe there you go, respect. For your wisdom being with the fear of Adonai, and if you truly understand him, you will depart from your evil. Remember and obey the Torah of Moshe. Put it up on your heart is what it means. Um, the man of Yahuwah, so that you will live a blessed life all your days ask your father and they will teach you ask your elders and they will instruct you so here he, he's saying you ask your fathers and church members do not just listen to the torah but be strong and vigilant to obey all of it hearing it is like a seed but the deeds show the seed has taken root in you if that becomes a tree of belief, which produces the fruit of truth and righteousness, what comes of a smelly rotten seed is not rooted, but will be come out of it. So hurry, be quick to hear and act. For if you are a true seed, if you have belief and righteousness, then Adonai will bless you with all peace. Hear what he's saying here. This is David's own words. Live in peace with each other. Love the deeds and those created in the image of Adonai, like our own selves. Because it is a sign that you love the Creator. If you love his creation, you cannot take hold of, of the one, but withdraw your hand from another. Love Adonai and also men. 
so that it will be well with you all the days of your life. And now here was his prayer. And this is a prayer that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Change my glasses so I can see the writing. My eyes are going again. Before we do this, in a couple minutes just to relax, I'm going to say something to bring the Lord into our presence for this prayer that I'm going to read. And I want you to listen and pray with your heart because this is what the Lord put on my heart to give to you as a nation right now. Barak, Haba, Hashem, Adonai. Blessed is our Lord God, for he is one. Blessed is our Lord God, for he is blessed, and he blesses those that bless him. Amen. David raised his, raised his voice and lifted his hands towards the heavens and said, O Adonai, our Yahuwah, the Yahuwah of the spirits of all flesh, Yahuwah, merciful and gracious, guard Israel and America forever. And we'll put that in there. Save your people and bless your inheritance and tend to them and uphold them forever. And all the people called out, Amen and Amen. And David sent the people away and they went home peacefully. And this was a prayer of King David, my ancestor. These prayers are not seen in the Bible, nor his preaching to the people was seen later in life. These are the things that I bring forward now that the Father put on my heart. Our nation is at a crossroads. We have a choice to make, a big choice. This prayer was that big choice. I brought it before you now to show you that even in other books, it talked about the divinity of the Father. It talked and pointed who the Father was and what he was. But it also described him as one being. <clears throat> but yet at the same time, he's unique in his fashion. He is a God that all knows and all sees, and he's unique in all aspects of life. He is a spirit, but yet in a human body at the same time. And yet, he breathes his ruach upon his children. He is the tree of life. He is all in all. But we failed to realize that later on in the church. And we walked away from our first love. We can't do that no more. It's time for the reawakening. It's time we fight back. And it's time we wake up as many of our brothers and sisters as we can. Time is short. We don't want them left behind. Because if they get left behind, we have to answer for that. I have to answer for that. And that's how this station and podcast was started, was to open eyes. Open eyes. And I've done real good. I feel I've done my part anyway. And this is something that I wanted hope for others. It doesn't mean I'm going to give up on things. I just have to change it up a little bit. 
I read this book beforehand in a previous episode where I was talking about the prophets of old. Gad was a prophet. He was a cousin to David. Um, and he done a lot of preaching. He was a forerunner of Micaiah, the prophet. Um, I come out of the son of David through Nathan. Part of me and part of me came through the direct line of Solomon. So you had two variables there that was quite different in respect. Nathan married into Zadok and then Zadok married into the family through Mary. That's where Levi comes in in me. And then I'm a direct descendant of David. So you get the Maleki to Zeki uh, or Maleki to Zeki or Melchizedek as some people pronounce it in English. The Melchizedek line for the righteous ruler and righteous high priest. Um, that is my lineage. And that is shown here through David as being a preacher. Um, he, he taught on a pulpit as a king and leader. He was also a righteous judge. He was a man that knew God's heart. And he knew exactly what had to be done. I mean, he made mistakes many times. Uh, and he even had covenants that the Lord made with him, the Davidic covenant and so forth. Um, it's just amazing at some of the stuff that's come out that they're putting these Tefna together, and these books are in the Tefna translated. It's from some of Wyatt's photos from the Ark of the Covenant that these books are in it. Um, I can't wait to the war, Lord of the War, uh, Wars of the Lord, but that will be a while away. I just wanted you to see snippets of things that are happening right now. We're seeing in the world are mentioned here the cry out. Uh, the vision of the donkey and camel, uh, the moon kingdom, which represents Islam, the vision of God, the Messiah, the coming, the judgment of the impurities, which is happening right now, uh, the messianic kingdom, the song of the redeemed, uh, God and his son explained, uh, the angel of instruct instructed Gad on some other things, Gad telling the vision to David, uh, the regathering, the millennial kingdom is mentioned. Replacement theology is mentioned here, where it talks about Edom and Rome emerging from a terrible nation. In the millennial kingdom, somebody by the name of Micaiah mentioned. It talks about uh, the Moabite man and then the wise judge, which is David. So you have a little bit of everything. So I give a prayer for the nations from the very own words that the Father revealed to me through another rabbi. So. We now know that this nation is at a precipice. They are definitely going to inaugurate Biden. Trump's leaving. He's not going to do anything. Um, they want to impeach him after 
him leaving, which is stupid on their part. Um, people are talking about the end times. I've sparked some talking here. Uh, Perry Stone, the end time signs. This one is being overlooked. Um, you got prayer of the day. You got solar flares returning. Cosmic monsters. Jonathan Khan talking about Ashish. Um, everybody's talking. And here I am talking to you. From a Jewish perspective like Jonathan Kahn. Yes, we are in the end times. And as believers, we need to pull together. The church has been away too long. You've got the Pope over here saying he's the one true God. You've got another man saying he's the one true God. You've got another man taking away hope. And so much more. I've come to one conclusion. I don't want to hear all of it. I'm pushing it out. I'm focusing on me, my brothers and sisters, and what I'm going to do for my community. Because we are going to go through trying times. Biden is a president that's going to totally change the structure of this nation if he's not stopped. We have nobody in the White House right now that will do anything. So... Last couple minutes, I'm going to bring a petition to the Father. As a Jew, as a woman, with my name being Hadassah, I'm going to come before the King. He told me to do this. He'll put the words in my heart to do it. I've already called upon him. Like he wanted me to. That was what he wanted me to do. He won't let me know. Oh. Mm. Okay, he's here. Brah, Haba Hashem Adonai. Blessed are you above all. Blessed is my father. My heavenly father. Papa, I come before you now. Not as your daughter. Not as your niece. But as a child, I come before you for our nation and the nation of Israel. I plead on behalf of President Trump. What they are doing is wrong and they know it. I bring it before you that you protect him. He's an honest man. He has done nothing wrong. They're treating my Christian brothers and sisters as garbage they're even saying I'm garbage because I voted for what I thought was right. Papa, you said, thus saith the revenge. You have the revenge. You lay judgment. You have spoke many times to me of judgment. Now, I come to you as a daughter of the Most High God. Your daughter and your niece of the line of David. I am begging and imploring you. Protect this nation. Yes, we've done many sins. We have done many things that can only mean one thing. And that is a statement of life itself. Life is precious. Life is something guaranteed in this life and next. But if these people, which are going to take our government, get full hands of it, they're going to destroy the very things that we hold dear, even our own faith base we need your 
wisdom. We need your guidance. We need your spiritual guidance right now, Father. In all things, I implore you. I petition you. I just read a verse that you put on my heart from Gad to show them that David petitioned you. You even showed yourself with blessings. Now I implore you, Father, with all the spiritual guidance, I plead. I plead the blood on the ark, and I plead your law on our hearts and minds. For you told us if we loved you with all our hearts, minds, and soul, and we loved our neighbors as ourselves, that these are the two most top commandments in loving you. Now, apply this knowledge that we learned from you today, that we may go forward and fight the battle and win a good fight. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight whatever calls. But also, I know it could mean death. I hope to reach as many as I can and open their hearts and minds, for your coming is coming. We are in the end times, and there's no doubt about it. I see it with my own eyes. I see the truth, and the truth sets you free. But there's so many that don't see that yet. They still live in the here and now. I don't want to live in the here and now and see a world that's going to melt away in your power and your fury and judgment. And these judgments are coming and they're going to come swift. Protect us, hold us, give us the power we need and give us the strength as a nation. Because what's coming is not going to be easy and we're going to have to face the very thing that we hoped we wouldn't face. You made a promise that this battle would be won. That this battle would be won. You promised me that this battle would be won. Whatever the battle is, I'm ready. Teach me. Show me your greatest wisdoms. Teach them and show them the greatest wisdoms that they can learn from me to understand you better, Father. You're my Avi. You're my Poppy. And you're their Poppy also. And I beg you and I implore you, show them the mercy, show them your wisdom, show them your movements of judgment on those that don't need to be in. Right now, one of our precious brothers is being persecuted for what he believes. And I totally disagree with it. I don't like what I see and what they're doing is bad and they know it. They will answer for their crimes. Because you said all nations are subject to you. And you bring them down in your will. But you don't hurt your children. For we, we, your children, have not done anything wrong. Both Jew and Gentile. It has been the people of the nation themselves doing this. I know there's good and there's bad. There's children of Satan and children of light. That is true. But right now we stand on a precipice. And we have to think what we have to do as warriors. We have to put on the whole armor that you have given us now and fight. And I'm ready to fight. In your precious son's holy name, amen. So I did my prayer. I went over about five minutes. But that is my prayer for the nation. And the prayer for my 
brothers and sisters. So now I'm going to do and adjourn. And I'm going to say have a wonderful evening. God bless you. And I'll be back here later.